Wanna Vibe is a podcast and resource speaking simply about all things wellness. We want to break down each topic and start from the beginning, avoiding the assumption that everyone knows the building blocks to a particular subject. The way we see it, wellness is all-encompassing of each aspect that affects our everyday lives. In addition to our faves like fitness and nutrition, this can mean anything from relationships to careers, finances, spirituality, and so much more. We are Abby and Issa. Wanna Vibe? We're recording. We're live. Oh, uh, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm so good. How are you today? I am a little fired up. This is Abby. This is Issa. Sorry, I was in the middle of a sip. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Welcome to Wanna Vibe. Welcome to Wanna Vibe, everybody. Thanks for coming back. I don't even know what episode this is because we have so many recorded, which is so awesome. Yeah, it's exciting, but I think it's six. (sighs) You always have to be the technical one. Sorry. Um, so happy weekend. Um, but you're listening to this on a Monday, hopefully, as long as you're on schedule. Right. So How is your weekend so far? My weekend's really good. Thank you for making me go to yoga this morning. Yeah, we did a little flowy flow this morning. It was really awesome, but it was really challenging, but I enjoyed it. Yoga brings out all of your weaknesses. There's so many. I mean, <laughs> we're only human. Let's not be too hard on ourselves. But I do feel like physical and mental, um, it does bring out all your weaknesses. So that was fun. And also you came over last night. Yeah. <laughs> and also we worked out together Friday morning and I, Thursday and Wednesday. I've seen you every week, day for every day a day fucking week. week straight. That's it's still love. not enough. That's love. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, we're sitting here with Dexter who will hopefully behave through the whole episode. Dexter is one of my two baby dogs. Um, and the, what's the vibe today? Our vibe today is who's fucking tonight? Who's fucking tonight? So just basically, um, having, uh, sex, right? Uh, fucking your man, fucking your girl, like whoever you're doing it with, like then you, uh. Time out. I'm fucking this up. Hold on. I had to stop the recording <laughs> because I'm out of sorts right now talking about fucking. I'm like already. So here's the thing. Flustered. Look at yeah, the physical reaction to talking about sex is really interesting. But not. But it's funny because like not in private. Like if I'm talking to you about it, right. I'm all about it. And right. I, but knowing that Sometimes other people are <laughs> knowing that other people are going to hear it that aren't my immediate circle that I'm comfortable with is a little uneasy. Yeah, and um, our guys don't know that we're talking about this today, so. Mm, hey boys surprise um no actually I think it's super interesting and it's I'm glad you brought that up because I feel the same way and I almost liken it to like your your salary it's like you don't it's not something that you're used to talking about in public but if you did it would be a more comfortable topic to discuss right and then if you have insecurities or issues or a problem it's not as big of a deal to come to your friends and be like hey my sex life is fucked up right and like have it be a safe space to talk to your friends about. A hundred percent. And especially I'll speak for the married ladies in the house. Um, keeping that spark alive can be work. And, um, and I feel like people don't talk about, uh, potential issues in the bedroom. And I don't mean like erectile dysfunctional issues. I just mean like not being in the damn mood a lot of time issues. Right. And, Nobody talks about it. So everybody thinks that everybody else has this like perfect sex life. And they really don't. And it's like, 
every other part of human nature. It's like every other part of your life in general where you have to put effort into having sex with your partner. Yes. It, and yeah, like you're they're handsome and good looking and like, yeah, you want to fuck all the time. I'm sure in your head, like usually in the, in the morning, like when I'm at work and bored, I'm like, yes, we want to do it later. And then I get home and I'm like, Breenag, I really hope that you forgot what I said this morning. <laughs> no, he did not forget. <laughs> he did not forget. He's been waiting for this all day. And it's not because I hope like he forgot because I don't enjoy it. Cause once you're involved, I'm like, or once we're involved, I thoroughly enjoy it. But it's like the wear and tear of the day, like, just brings me out of mm. like feeling any sort of sexy. And I'm like, oh, it's a lot uh, more mental than we allow ourselves to believe, especially as you get deeper into a relationship. Because, and I meant to look this up for this episode, but of course I didn't because God <laughs> forbid I do some fucking homework. But, um, when you're in the beginning of a romantic or intimate or sexual relationship with someone, your brain is actually releasing chemicals that make you fucking horny. Is it serotonin? I don't think it is. It's some other chemical because you know why? After you're with that person for about, I think the average is one to two years, that chemical stops being produced as much. So you like actually have to work to keep that going where that came so easily in the beginning. It's a thing. I'm not making it up. Oxytocin. Okay. What she said. Is that right? Read the definition. Oxytocin is often nicknamed the cuddle hormone. Oh, cute. For this reason. Like dopamine, oxytocin is produced by the hypothalamus and released in large quantities during sex, breastfeeding, and childbirth. Brains. So I guess it like makes you feel good. So many brains. Um, yeah. So that's a thing, a real thing, which means after you hit that two year mark, you have to be mindful of not losing it because if you lose it, not to say that you can't get it back, you definitely can. I'm here from experience to speak that, but once you lose it, you open up a can of worms into, you know, that disconnected feeling that so many people I think have with their significant other that just straight up does not feel good. Right. Because you don't want to, I don't know, how do I say this? Like you get involved, you just get used to each other and you don't want to get to a point where you just are like, uh, like, I guess I'll do it or whatever. But, um, for example, yesterday, uh, we were with Abby's husband, Jesse, and he said after 11 years, Mm. after 11 years, I love being intimate with my wife. He said it in a not so eloquently put way, but no, he said it so, it was so (laughs) lovely. And like, not to a point where I was like, ew, Jesse, like I, was just like so it was so nice to hear from a man to say that as opposed to you know not getting attention from your man and like always asking for it after an, a certain amount of time because it just like the spark wore off mm-hmm. he was so genuine and saying like I haven't lost that spark I love this shit well, and I don't want to set unrealistic expectations again, because uh, through 11 years, there have been plenty of times where I've considered how I would conceal his body, what <laughs> foreign country I'm moving to, uh, and many other things. But that being said, like every single relationship, friendship, intimacy, you know, fucking boss, employee, whatever that relationship is, there are ebbs and flows. And it's not pretty and peaches all the time. Right. Um, but I think it's really important that if there is some point of contention in a relationship to make it a priority to come back together, to get on the same page, because once you start leaving problems unresolved, it makes it that much harder. So anyway, 
back to the vibe of this episode, we're not here to talk about sex in a positional right like we don't we don't want the dirty details of how you're sleeping with your partner but i do think it is important to address how being intimate with your partner can affect your emotional state for sure because when you're getting it like one of my girlfriends was so fucking miserable and all of a sudden she finds this guy and she's in like this best mood and all i could think was mama's getting dick down and that's what it was like it's so interesting how when you talk about I, when I talk about sex and this goes back to your first point you, that you made when I talk about sex I so get like conservative I am the opposite of conservative in every single other part of my life yep and now I'm like ee, she's getting the d down <laughs> ah. um but I I also want to address something else that you said um That sometimes, you know, you think that you're not in the mood and then once you get into it, it's like all good. Right. That's how I feel about yoga and sex, obviously. (laughs) But like, it's like showing up is half the battle. Absolutely. I'm, you know, John and I have been together for three and a half years and I go through phases of like really wanting to be intimate and it's initiated by me. And then other times I'm like, please don't fucking touch me. Get away from me. (laughs) And even though... Like, there are times where I actually am screaming that internally. It's not because of John, because I adore John. It's because I've worked out twice that day. I'm really tired. I had a really stressful day at work. And then, like, I try and take into consideration that if he wants to, I love him enough that I'm like, all right, what's what's another hour (laughs) to stay away? You know, you have to put into perspective and prioritize your man and his feelings. And then you know that like once you're in it, you're fine. Yeah. And it's great. And you're like, oh, why didn't I want to do this? Similarly to yoga, similarly to the gym, similarly to anything. Get on that mat and just go. (laughs) Similarly to anything that you know is good for you and you don't want to do. And then you do it and you're like, that was great. (laughs) I'm glad that I did that. And then then it becomes part of your routine, like going to the gym. It's like, you know, it stops being the chore or the scary monster or the like thing that you should do. And it becomes the thing that you're going to do. At minimum, John and I are have sex three times a week ours I, and ours varies i mean well you have a kid also that's so different oh my god he's so exhausting that's like i can't wrap my head around that where there's different circumstances like i don't have to worry about a child waking up possibly walking into the room and or insisting on sleeping in the same bed that i'm in with my husband okay we cut like that that has never been a thing dylan does not sleep in our bed oh okay ever when we're going to bed we'll all relax in our bed together but that kid is getting out of bed and going to his room um and going to sleep there however we did have a scare a couple weeks ago where we were like in so dylan is still young enough that when he goes to bed he's out like he's unconscious and so it's not like i don't worry about waking him up while we're like in it but we were mm, three weeks ago maybe and all of the sudden our bedroom door went and creaked open like two inches. And he's been known to like lurk outside the door without coming in. If he wakes up in the middle of the night, which isn't that often, thank God. Um, and we both froze and I was legit like, I will actually stab myself in the eye if he's standing outside the door right now. (laughs) 
And so Jesse gets up and it turned out that it was just like a weird um, like air suction forced heat or central air or something like that that just caused the door to creak open. <laughs> Thank God. Let me tell you something about a boner kill. There nothing, nothing will take you down like that. But I do agree. I think having a kid definitely makes keeping it part of your regular routine harder. And even that much more important, I'm sure. Not literally. Harder, get it? Hey. hey. <laughs> um, yeah, so full transparency, I mean, you know, in the 11 years, our sex life is the best it's ever, ever been, ever, because... I feel like the beginning sex is like really like hot and heavy, mm-hmm. but like you're still learning about the other person, you know? And so, I mean, 11 years in, oh my God, I totally forgot our 11th like anniversary of meeting, but whatever. 11 years in, there's that trust and that like kind of familiar familiarity, if I could speak English, that is it makes it better if you're in tune with it. Right. Because you know your partner's body, you know what they like, what they don't like, and you just go with the flow of that. And um, I, m- my therapist, oh my God, so I went to see my therapist this morning and she got me fired the fuck up. Um, but she told, Jesse and I made a, Jesse made a cameo at one of my sessions a few, oh, wow. a few months ago maybe. And Donna, shout out Donna, she was like, you guys need to go on more intentional date nights. Now, of course, like we made date nights a thing, but we always just like found a restaurant and went out to dinner and like, that's great and everything. But then you're like full and then you're like rolling around full, like gross and there's drinking involved and like, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of the easy way out. Right. So she was like, I want you guys to both start coming up with creative dates for each, like for one another. So I would have to put a lot of thought into taking Jesse, organizing an evening or an afternoon or whatever around an activity that I truly think that he's going to enjoy doing. That's like the appetizer of everything. And it just like starts. So you, I was legit burping (laughs) (laughs) trying to cover for you. (laughs) So yeah, no. So I had to, I had to put a lot of thought into like taking places. And I think the first night we went bowling, the first night that I had to like prove myself and I made it a surprise. I'm like, I'm not telling you where we're going. I just like got behind the wheel and like drove him there and we went bowling and it was so, he looked at me halfway through the date and he was like a little kid, like, this is so much fun. And you know, we shared pictures of beer and like, we felt like teenagers again. Like it was, and that's the kind of shit that carries through to the bedroom. Absolutely. I'm going to cut that silence out. Okay. (laughs) So, um, what's like something that you and John do to like, keep it, keep it real. Um, I don't think there's really much of like a thing. I like, we don't do anything special or crazy. Like my schedule is so insane. Um, I just have to be mindful of like not denying too much because of me being tired. Um, so I just try to always say yes as much as I can, except this week because I really was tired. Sorry, babe. (laughs) (laughs) And like, you know, I also try to initiate and be more of the aggressor, which is difficult because I'm not really like that. So like even three X times in like, or whatever years in, it's difficult for me to be like, meow and like try and like slink up next to him because I'm like now I, you're slinking across playgrounds like a creep 
<laughs> they don't know about that. Oh, they don't? No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I forgot. I didn't tell you that story. So, you know, and it's different from, it's more, it's deeper now than it's like, you're hot, I'm hot, let's fuck mm. type shit. It's, you know, I love, and it's not like loving every time that you're doing it, you know, like, but I feel like it's important to keep it spicy. Mm. Um, do it in different places. That's legal. Or illegal, whatever, whatever. Whatever turns you on. But prioritize it. And like the least sexy thing fucking ever is like scheduling time for sex. But if that's what you have to do to make sure that you're accommodating your schedule, like on Tuesdays, I don't go to the gym because I'm going to get my cardio in bed. That's what you have to do. <laughs> Just don't come at me pointing at your watch telling me that it's time to go. Oh, I did that to Jesse the <laughs> last week. I was like, you have 12 minutes. I I'm fucking you. tired. <laughs> he didn't complain. He well, was like, oh, damn, not, I got 12 minutes. All right. Not like timed. I'm saying like, I don't want the clock to strike fucking it's 8 nine p.m. Yeah, and be like, babe, we got to go. It's about that, that time. I would do that. I know you would. <laughs> we would never work out. Also, I think never say never. I mean, to get specific, like... So I use this lube called Woo More Play. It's life-changing. It's a coconut oil-based lube. There's all, it's all natural ingredients. I don't expect anything like fucking less from you. Fucking, I know. You can eat it and it actually tastes really good. It tastes like <laughs> vanilla icing. Um, but I swear to God, like I said to Issa, I'm like, you got to get this lube. Like it's a fucking game changer. And she was like, I don't need lube. <laughs> And I was like, no, I'm not saying that you do. No one needs lube, but I promise you this will change your life. Guess I've what she's getting for it. her birthday. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like, don't, don't put judgments on yourself. Right. You know, like I'm not a big, uh, you, I don't, first of all, I don't usually watch porn, which is like, I feel like now I'm the minority of, in the group of women that doesn't watch porn. I don't know. I don't, I don't watch it to like get off going to town with John. I, I don't, I think I just blacked out. <laughs> but you know, like some people are like, no, this yeah. will be the amuse-bouche of like yeah. what we're going to start. Yeah. And, and then, that's great for them. Yeah. I am so happy I'm for them. I'm just not them. Me too. And I, and I can't even honestly tell you the last time I watched porn, but I would never like, if Jesse was like, I want to do this, I would never say no. And if somebody told me that they were going to do it or someone like, I don't know, suggested a specific porn to me, I don't know if that's a thing that people do like <laughs> recommending books, but like... I wouldn't, I think that not placing limitations on yourself is really important. Like, you know what, if you need to spice it up, like get some fucking handcuffs, like bust out a toy, like no one's against a little, you know, vibrating action or whatever. So that's, I think really important is like not putting limitations on what is a socially acceptable thing to do in the bedroom. And also, like, recognize your relationship. So we're talking about, obviously, from our perspectives of, like, being in a relationship. You don't have to be in a relationship to have, like, this, obviously, you, I don't need to tell you guys this, to, like, have fun, sex. But, like, if you're trying to be in a relationship and you want to make sure that there's communication there and that there's trust there and it makes you more willing to want to be intimate with your partner, like, where, you know, like... When I feel beautiful, I want to have sex. When, uh, mostly for me, like, if I want to do nice things for you, it comes, like, from deep in my heart where I'm like, I want to do nice things for you, not because I'm seeking your approval, but because I love you so much, so I'm going to do this. Do you mean blowjobs? <laughs> Is that what you mean? Blowjobs come from way deep within for me. Me too. <laughs> me too. I must really love I you. I always said... 
I really like a guy if I'm willingly going to give him a blowjob. I've mm. had sex with more people than I've given head to. I've heard that a lot. Not about you, but like about... <laughs> I've heard that Word on the street is that's <laughs> true. Like, I've, you know, I've heard women say that where actually I had a kid in college who one of my neighbors say, like, ask the girls in our house a question. And it was, would you rather give a blowjob or have sex with a guy? And a lot of the girls were like, rather have sex because it's almost it's not it's intimate, but it's like not so your intimate. face. Yeah. yeah like, it's like your face. It's not like your mouth. <laughs> I think that's normal. I, I hate to use the word normal. That's a terrible word to use. But I think that's common right and then you know you also have to realize like um feeling feelings of this person's deserving of my body is easier to like give yourself to somebody than it would be where you're seeking approval and like trying to i don't know like trying to edge out their opinion of you or something and um just being like very honest and very open and it makes it so much easier and so much more fun to be intimate with your partner than if you're having stressors of cheating or deception. I have to interrupt you. Okay. I think all, everything that you're saying that you're speaking from a place of your relationship and your intimacy level with your partner, it all applies to your relationship with yourself too. Yeah. 100%. If you don't trust yourself, if you don't appreciate yourself, if you don't love yourself, number fucking one, you're never going to be in a relationship like that. And number two, if you're in a relationship and you're not feeling worthy, then you're going to feel insecure in your relationship and your sex is going to suffer too. Absolutely. But let's see, what else can we think about keeping it hot? Let's like change this up. Um, sext each other. Making out with each other. Making out with each other. Do all about the foreplay, you guys. All about the foreplay. In the any, for, in for any capacity. Yeah, like texting or sexting. Sorry, I'm not hip with the lingo. Sexting is like the foreplay for foreplay. I sex John all the time. I never sex Jesse. I need to get my shit together. But it's not like, I'm not like sending nudies or anything like that. No, yeah, no. I'm just saying like inappropriate shit. Again, usually in the morning and then dreading that I put it in a text because I'm like, fuck, I'm tired. It's, it's in writing. It's in writing. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't ever do that and I should. Sorry, babe. I will. He's not will listening. You? I don't know. Let's see what happens. I'm tired. <laughs> 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 I mean, no, I think that's really, really good. I think, um, but that also goes back to communication. Yeah, and having trust with the person because it's, you know, make sure that you're a little more established in like how your heart feels and like where you're confident enough that if you were to send like a dirty text to your boyfriend and God forbid something was to happen and somebody saw it and be like, you're able to say, yeah, I fucking sent that dirty text. So what? Yeah. And, and I think that goes also back to yourself. Confidence. Confidence. Yeah. And like loving yourself. Esteem is, was the word I was looking for. Let me for. tell you, when I was, oh God. Oh my God. Do you have like a dirty past mistake? Yeah. I have yes. a lot of dirty past mistakes. Like, you know, I, are you naked on the internet? No, maybe, <laughs> but like not, not because I wanted to be, if <laughs> well, that's obviously. the case, but, um, you know, I like dated the wrong, not even dated the wrong dudes, but like slept with the wrong dudes and like did really shitty, shady things because I felt so below where I should have been. Mm -hmm. And I just thought like, this is a really bad situation. Um, these are really shitty people like fucking around with guys, with girlfriends actively, which is like not a 
don't condone it. Don't do it. And someone only gets hurt in the end. Yeah. And I was like, I was in a really dark place. Like I, I can say now, like, I don't know who that girl is. And it makes me sad that I felt that I needed attention from somebody that would do that. Um, and that I was somebody that was actively participating in it. Um, But once I started to heal myself from like the inside out and bringing more realization to that, like I'm not a bad person and like I do deserve good things because I would constantly tell myself that I didn't deserve good things. And that's why I was dating people that I was Um, not again, not dating, fucking around with uh, (laughs) you. You were never my boyfriend. You'll never be my boyfriend. I and I'm glad you're we don't not know each worthy. other. <laughs> but you know, like it depends on the place that you're at in your life. And if you're constantly sad and constantly in a bad mood and constantly stressing over some dude, just know that that's not your place. Like you don't have to stay there and you don't have to be there forever. So I don't know. These are for the relationship people, obviously, and even for the single people that are struggling right now. But, like, if you're single, do you and fuck and protect yourself and be Protect. Oh, my God. Protect yourself. And be mindful of your sexual energy and what it's being used for. And make sure you're not trying to uh, to win someone over by being physical because usually that shit don't work out. Yeah. Uh, 100%. And I just, I don't know why I can't let go of the, it comes from, from you, you know, like the idea that if you don't feel happy, like as that's an overarching emotion, but like, and it can mean so many things, but intentionally I'm saying like happy, if you don't feel happy within, you're literally not going to be able to have an amazing sex life, whether that mean you're single or whether that mean you're with somebody. Absolutely. You attract what you're giving off. Interestingly enough, I'm reading a book on energy and I'm reading it because we're going to have the author on the show Mm. and it's about energy healing. And one of the examples that was in the book was about a woman who, um, was dating and not really having any like quote unquote luck. She was like meeting guys, but nothing would ever come of it. Um, mostly dating online, whatever, whatever. And it turned out that she had like an energy blockage from a previous relationship Wow, that made her feel less than or not worthy of. And that's the energy that she was putting out. So while she was meeting people, it would fizzle off after one or two dates because even if you don't realize it, like humans are so intuitively attuned to other people's energy that even if they don't know that the reason that they're not attracted to you is because of this energy that you're putting off, it it actually is. And any guy will tell you or any girl would have, will, will tell you like the person that they're most attracted to in a room is not necessarily the most good looking. Yep. It's the most confident. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I just talked for so long that I lost my breath. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, basically what we're trying to say is make it a priority to fuck your significant other, please. Or yourself. Or yourself. Take care of yourself. Watch some porn that Abby doesn't want to watch. <laughs> Recommend me some porn. Yes. Oh my God. Slide please. into my DMs Slide with your in. porn recos. <laughs> I'll give it a go. Never say never. Oh my God. So where you can find us at Wanna Vibe Podcast on, on Instagram. Instagram. What else? Wanna Vibe on Facebook mm-hmm. um, and Wanna Vibe Pod on Twitter. I tweeted once. I'm not even going to lie, y'all. We should not be promoting our Twitter because I, I literally sent one tweet. But. You Here can still hit us up there. Yeah. And Isa is on Instagram as Isabel Louise underscore. And I am the balanced rebel. And thank you so much for listening. 
We will talk to you next week. Bye.